Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Real Adventures. Talking all things fishing, boating and the great outdoors. For Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers. With protection like no other. And Club Marine. Need insurance for your boat or jet ski? Discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. Welcome back to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Now, Redmond... Real Adventures? That was not a bad new name. Well, I was getting excited because we were speaking off the top of the show. You are excited for these tuna. Yeah, absolutely. The tuna are close to... You're looking for people, more sets of eyes on the water. But the, the rods and reels that you have in the boat ready to go... Um, to target these school fish, obviously yep. different to the rods and reels that you're using when the big barrels come through. But what's the what's the stores? What what's the the main guy that you've got in the boat that's just there? So when they come up, it gives you the best chance. So there's a few different rods that you can use. Price range is obviously your, the biggest thing. Now uh, I'm running Ospreys, yep. twenty to forty pound, and they're my trawling rods. So, so the, how hot, how long are they? So I run. I'm 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 a little bit fortunate enough to have a range of rods. So I with the teaser bars. Yeah, this is what you do. So yep. it makes sense. What with do you the, what I, are you with using? the teaser bars? I run seven foot rods because yep. they're taller. Yep. And then with the sh- non teaser bar run rods, I run so them six foot. Like so they're the, a foot shorter. That sits in like the back corner or something. Yeah. So they sit in the corners and one up the rod hold. And the reason for that is is because I just want nothing to tangle, and you give an extra bit of height from the rod up in the rod holders or in the bait board. Oh, the rocket launcher. Yeah, up in the rocket launchers, I'll run one. That's usually yep. the first teaser bar. Then when I'll have one out of the bait board, then two out of the back corners or out of the rigger arms, yep. out of the two. And I run two seven-inch, uh, two of the long ones on the teaser bars to keep them up and away, and two smaller ones. Or if I'm running a teaser bar in a different position, I might swap that rod over. So I'm getting a little bit funny there, but they're about that three fifty to four hundred dollar mark. Yep. Uh, you can run. Anything to that 20 to 40 pound range. The Atomic Arrows got a really good trolling. Like they're just your offshore rods, but they're 20 to 40 pound. They're affordable. Maybe 200 bucks, if that. I don't think they'd be 200 bucks. Great all rounder, aren't they? Yeah, and you can use them for all your gummies and even your snapper too. So they're an affordable rod. But that, that's they're great rods to use for your trolling. Now into the casting, uh, Samurai Elevates. You can go. It depends what you want to use. You can go up into that 20 to 40 pound range to cast, which is no worries, but you can back it off to that 15 to 25 pound range, which is snapper rods. And I've caught most probably my tuna on that sort of range of rods. And the Samurai, I gave you some of these the other day. These Elevates, they're a beautiful cast. I think I gave you a lighter one and a heavier one. You did. Yep. 20 to 40 and then it's 15 to 25. So you'll put a 5,000 Stratic on that lighter one and you'll yep. put an 8,000 roughly or even up to a 10,000 on that 20 to 40 pound. Uh, braid, roughly that 50 pound and on, that, on the heavy reel and then on that lighter reel, 20 or 30 pound. So if you're running 50 braid, yep. what are you running? At least 80 on the mono, on the um Yeah, so I'm pretty much... No, so no. Uh, on my trolling rods, I'm running all 100. Gotcha. All 100. Yep. But then on the casting, I'm only running 40. So you hang on. So you've got... Oh no, but you've got a lower... On those, yep. That the, 8, your, your braid's 20 pound, did you say? 30 pound, yeah. 30 pound. 30 pound yeah. on the casting. Because you're always going above for your Well, mono. on the... Yeah, you can even match it like... 
the braid's so thin, so your mono is always going to be thicker anyway. Yep. So you're fine with it. But yeah. with the casting, the problem is the thicker you go with casting with braid, the less distance and the bit you're going to yeah. get. So do you find that with depending on the braid that you're using? Like if it's too, this might sound funny. But the the really waxy braid, yep. it just doesn't run through the eyes as well. You just don't get the casting distance. Uh, I haven't noticed that. It's probably the size well, of it, is it? Uh, no, you know what? It's probably me being El Cheapo <laughs> and you using the slightly better quality braid. You run Finn's braid. braid. Finn's braid's a very good braid. No, the Finn's is fine. I Actually, run the Dangan braid. That's really good quality stuff. I use, I use something from, you know the problem is, I use da- one of Dad's reels. Yeah. And honestly... He's got stuff from that Kmart, which is 20 pound, thick as 150 pound. I, I think it was from it was from eBay or China or somewhere. <laughs> Wherever it was made, it was terrible. And honestly, it was like a cheese grater coming come out. out of you could eyes. feel it, genuinely feel it. Like it, it doesn't just, come off the reel good. It doesn't, no. Because no, it sticks to itself like... I know it's expensive, but it is worth spending good money on, on good, good fish. It is, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Whiting stuff you can get away with a little bit, but on these tuna, they pull hard. And if yeah. you're running like you don't want, if you've got a teaser bar out and a lure, and then a swivel, you, if you lose that because of a break, oh, what's your teaser bar? Probably hundred to two hundred and fifty bucks these days yeah. range there, and then you've got a lure at the back, which is probably forty bucks plus your time rigging. You're looking at three hundred dollars, and then plus your braid that you lose as well. On a fish, so you're yeah. looking at two to three hundred dollars each time, which is not—it's bloody <laughs> expensive to lose for a fish. But <laughs> we're going to talk more about tuna over the next few weeks as we start as catching. It starts them. To so pump up, yeah. let's get into the whip around. Yeah, speaking of um, of pulling power on fish that are biting, it is time for the whip around for Club Marine. Need insurance for your boat or jet ski? Discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. And we kick things off, Redmond. Yeah, Rainbow Escape Charter, Central Queensland. Smash a red emperor, and these red emperor, like we're cod. talking massive fish. The cobia there, absolutely everything they've smashed there, and we're just looking at a sneaky photo there. So they've done very, very well. That's rainbow escape fishing charters, and then moving uh, off Gladstone out on the Fitzroy Reef, uh, basically fish one after the other, and they were good coral trout, red emperor as well. The fish there. that you couldn't catch whilst I didn't you catch, spent did time not, in the west. Forty six thousand casts and didn't. Managed to uh, land a single cast. Speaking of the West, we're heading over to Western Australia now. And, and Jazz Charters. Snapper and the odd Kingfish. He's been absolutely smacking the uh, Snapper and Kingfish, which is sensational to see as he does, but uh, that's out of Frio. I know you're a biased Victorian angler, but when it comes to Snapper fishing, like the, we continue to see incredible reports out of the West. No, there's better. They're, they're, they're smashing up. They get all yeah. year round. Yeah. Like, I've jazz charters. How long, many, how long have we been reporting his consistent snapper captures? Yeah. And, they're, and they're not November. small fish. Like every no, single week. There's some from a kilo right up to 10, 8, 9, 10. Like so Victoria's seasonal. South Australia completely botched and mismanaged. We're hoping... Well, Victor... I saw Victor's allowed to catch fish now. There was fish caught there during the week and they were allowed a certain amount of per, per people because the, the, the band lifted there in certain parts of South yeah. Australia now. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was Victor. They had some beautiful snapper caught through there. Good fish too. Like five kilo stuff. Well, this was the epicenter. It was. Sorry, I interrupted you continuing no. through the west. Now, I'm going to refer to keep saying check out these and I'm sorry that you can't see the photos while you're driving your car potentially listening to us talk rubbish. But... Mandura, the size of those Mulloway there, Patrick, absolute crackers off the beach. It's uh, fishing very, very good. Yakas off the beach, mullet, Andra, they're nice big, work. big fish. So that is fishing very good. And heading over to Ned McHenry, he thinks he's the mayor of South Australia now, doesn't he, the way he's going? He's very, very happy with himself at the moment, Ned. And when it comes to uh, radio, or when it comes to footy, rival teams, you know, Crows, Adel- uh, Crows Geelong, 
we are a rival fishing show to um, <laughs> to Ned's little puddle. We're we're uh... <laughs> <laughs> five double. That's my old stop. Stomping grand five double eight. Is it? Do you, yeah. do you have a couple of couple of every, appearances every on that? No, no, every Saturday still. Oh, uh, Saturday every midweek. I was always on uh, five double eight and heading heading to the footy. We love didn't the competition have, with Nettie. Didn't have the knackers like Nettie does to go. Yeah, you know, what? I want to run myself a fishing show. <laughs> He's ta- he's poor. He's pushed old poor old Stephen Rowe to the side. He's done very well. Um, you you, bo- you spoke about the salmon. Well, whilst trawling um, during the week, Little Boston in Port Lincoln, sixty-seven centimeters, two point seven kilos. That's about as that's as big as they come. They don't get much bigger than that. Good salmon, oh boy. Yeah, very good. And lots it's a of big them, fish. Lots of them as well, which is really with the sea. But speaking of big fish, oh, this glance your eyes over this little thing here. So a giant kingfish caught from the rocks at Point Bonnethan. Is that how you would pronounce it? That's, well, let's go with that. Sounds I'll, good. If you've got a problem with the way that Aaron pronounces most things, which most people do. Get over it's it. A bit of, <laughs> it's a bit of feedback that comes but, that way. Best 30-minute fight ever. This is a monster kingfish. It would, well over the 20-kilo mark, potentially 30-kilo. <laughs> that is it's as big ginormous. As that. Yeah, that's massive. And they're one of the, for, for mine, pound for pound, they're the hardest pulling fish in the sea. Now, off uh, Queenscliff out of uh, Tasmania, Check out the old... Uh, Across the Apple Isle. Check out the old Salmon. They continue to fire. Off the off rocks. The rocks which we like hearing off the rocks. Like, it's nice to have that decent balance between... Obviously, it's great if you can afford a boat and you can get offshore or you can fish through lakes and rivers. Terrific. Well, they're two reports. 30 kilo kingfish off the rocks. I haven't seen one off the boat caught in South Australia in the last yep, few days. With you there. And then you've got the great salmon fishing, which every single person loves casting down. I think Bommel was getting a few salmon down in Tassie during the week as well. He was. But if you do have a boat... Um, Tombs Lake fishing well this weekend and brown trout tipping the scales at over four and a half pound. It was a really nice looking fish. And the other one was getting kids into fishing. We love when the kids get well, into fishing. Well, this is in the old New South Wales now, Patrick. We're moving up the coast because that was the one that I left. I usually do that first, but I accidentally did it the wrong way around today. So I apologise. And I held it off. There you go. Trevally. It's a beautiful Trevally being caught. So Marimbula, um, all off Marimbula. Yep. Trevally being caught the entrance there. Uh, it's been sensational fishing through there. What about the, you know, you've spoken often about the, the water currents as they push down. The Mate, the current fish. is as bad as it gets. Don't yeah. even want to talk about it. Yep. I'm sorry. It's just hit a soft spot. Yeah, <laughs> It's looking so like it's last no good year. At the yep. Shocking. The Trapman yep. can't even keep his pots down. Yeah, like right. The boys are going under the fads. Oh, so it's a Snoop Dogg, like it's literally, yep. <laughs> it's literally on its side. But uh, fishing up a little bit higher though, in off Botany Bay, Flathead, Brim, Trevally, all caught all through Botany Bay, and sensational fishing through there. Just fishing in the tinnies out of there, casting plastics, using a bit of bait, ten pound line, just sensational fishing all through there. So, uh, I think we got we have to talk probably about our neck of the woods, don't we? A bit of Victorian stuff. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's kick things off. From the south first, um, we've spoken a lot about tuna and the slow build-up. If you want to catch a tuna right now, the most consistent place to capture them. Got nothing for you. Portland? Uh, no, got nothing for you. Oh, I haven't heard of a report of consistent tuna for probably, this is probably the only month where you haven't, I haven't heard, heard of, But I did hear a rumour of Polo Bay, there was some fish out there. And I heard there was some big schools there, which is moving our way. I haven't heard of anything at Portland. Bottom fishing's 10 out of 10. Yep. But Port Ferry, haven't seen the reports of... Scotty Gray's usually into those two yes. and kings now. Haven't seen any reports. So whether he's keeping another down I was about to say, now you can... like. Well, these tuna at Portland, right, and Port Ferry, 
aren't the ones that are out wider in during the winter months. They're riding close off North Shore and the island. But they're so not being very caught. Accessible. Or they are. They and, could and, be. And the locals are keeping I haven't quiet. heard a single thing. So That's not like locals down in neck of the woods to keep things quiet. No, well, we say it's a 12-month fishery, and I still believe it is now, the way it is. We might get the odd month where it's a bit harder, and you've got to do what I've done and burnt 600 bucks of fuel in a couple of days. But they would somewhere you'd be able to find them. But if you were to ask me somewhere to go, I don't have that exact report for you right now. Yeah, it's gotcha. just a little bit hard to... Not hard, it's just I haven't found any, haven't heard of any, but if you put a bit of timing into a place like Apollo Bay or Portland or Port Ferry... Even at home, even Western Entrance down in the west of Port Phillip, uh, Western Port, sorry, it's a very good chance you'll come across these fish. It's catching. I caught up with a mate during the week um, who's got a farm down near Parambit. Oh, he yeah. said there was a there's been a bit of an algae outbreak. There's been three cars that have been lost once launching. Three what have been lost? Three cars that have been sort of they've tried to either reverse oh so they slid on the ramp yes oh, and Jesus. they've lost them into the water now whether that affects the fishing or not sometimes it definitely can when there's algae outbreaks and we've seen nothing official there was some good trout caught in Parambit I did see well there's been nice. yeah there's been nothing official in terms of how it's affected the fishery but for those that people are launching at Parambit just be um, <laughs> mindful mindful when launching well, not just there I nearly went ass up at St. Leonard's the other day <laughs> did you really uh, sorry Queenscliff I was with Finn and had to launch by myself in that low tide yeah yeah I nearly I had the old usually I wear me Crocs it wouldn't have happened to me Crocs I left them in my <laughs> cane suitcase after Exmouth and I still haven't picked them back up the fisherman um, yeah, uh, the, the, the part time builder yeah fine yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. and uh yeah, I think just that low tide, the algae gets on the, all these ramps, and especially if you're, I don't mean to be a prick, but if you're a bit older, be very, very careful. But uh, the fishing off Western Port, just quickly before you wrap up this say, segment, I just, go, a bit. I just want to go into Western Port quickly. We are rambling. Gwaine has smashed whiting on both sides of Western Port. Snapper, very good. He posted Gummies, some incredible photos of, of, so did you, mind you, but some really nice snapper yep, during the week. He did. He's done very, very well on the whiting and snapper out there, and Flathead offshore, then coming into Port Phillip, I smashed the snapper during the week. They were as good as it gets. Middle of the day stuff too. Like, that were just sensational. Are you, are you still targeting the tides around that though? You say middle of the no, day, no, but no, you're targeting... No, I actually wasn't. Um, tide, was, I got over, tide was at 2 o'clock the day I went, and I got over there at 3. I missed so it was completely. Just, was it just luck? I do like you? the hour after. Um, no, nah, just this time of the year, you're in peak snapper fishing, yep. so it's at its best. So yeah, it's okay. the time of the year where you don't have to be as... Fussy. Yeah, about it. Yep. earlier and later you can be, but I'd still try and do things right. But yeah, I just caught a few fish there, which was a uh, few fish during the tide, which is always good to see. And of course, the white and calamari, which we got as well. Beautiful work. That is the whip around for Club Marine. Need insurance for your boat or jet ski? Discover why boating's just better with Club Marine.